welcome to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your hosts Adungwut and Lydia. And we're joined by Quinn Ha from Relationships Australia Victoria for this short series about family violence. Um, so today's show will be about defining what family and domestic violence is. And um, we're really excited because it's a really big topic that, you know, is is still seen as somewhat taboo within community uh, and minority communities. So to get straight into it, um, we'll get you, Quinn, to tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, AD. Can I call you AD? You can call me AD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, um, I currently I work for Relationships Australia Victoria, as you introduced, and um, I've been doing family violence uh, work in terms of um, uh, supporting victims and survivors of family violence who come from um, culturally and linguistically diverse uh, backgrounds. Um, previously and at the moment my current role I don't have a lot of direct client work Um, I engage more with the community um, to help uh, community members access services Uh, but I still I still um, sometimes get clients who need access and uh, you know just helping them out Mm. with, with how to access them. Mm. And what? How's the work been for you? Is it is it rewarding? Is it stressful? Is it never ending? What does this work around family violence look like? Mm. It's very rewarding. It's very rewarding. Uh, at times, it's very challenging. Um, just just from from what I recall from my um, experiences from the past, um, sometimes it's just. Um, it's very hard to watch what clients go through, mm. Mm. but it's also it's also empowering. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess um um you know for me oh hi by the way Quinn <laughs> um, on radio how are you <laughs> that's good yeah um family violence is an interesting one because um I don't think many of us are raised you know. Have, like I don't think people really explain like in a really explicit or direct way what family violence is necessarily. I think it's something that we just kind of form an intuitive understanding of. So if I'm thinking about myself and how I would define or share my understanding of um, family violence, um, I kind of just put, I'd separate the two words, family and violence, and I obviously have my own understanding of what each of those means. And then I put them together. I'm like, okay, that's that's what family violence is. And I guess it can it can be expressed in many different forms. Sometimes it's more obvious than not. Um, obviously, because there's physical signs of violence or abuse, and then there's psychological. Um, but would you be able to, I guess, define for us what family violence is? Yeah, sure, sure, Lydia. Thanks for the question. Um so it's it's a violent um, or or controlling uh, act of you know um, uh, power imbalances, right? And as mm. and, and as as you you mentioned, um, it comes from it comes in actually many forms, um, not just 
not just uh, physical abuse, mm. but um, emotion, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, um, you know, stalking. Right. You know, yeah. Um, financial control, uh, social control, and, um, you know, uh, it's social control and, and in a way that, you know, just constantly checking what, what the, the other person's doing, um, calling who's calling, just, um, controlling the person in terms of connecting with their family members, you know, connecting mm. with their cultures, their religions, their spirituality. Mm. I and find that so interesting because growing up in a community where <coughs> I guess family violence was in some respects seen as normal, you know, and like nothing to complain about. And for mm. the longest time I thought domestic or family violence was just like physical Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what it looks like. They think if it's physical, then you're actually hurt and you've got something to complain about. So finding out that abuse comes in so many different forms, I found really interesting and empowering because I think a lot of people are in a situation where they're like, I don't feel right, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. I don't know how to articulate what is happening to me. Yeah, it, it, it corresponds to, oh, sorry, sorry, AD. Okay. I'm, no, I'm you, no, I was just going to say that's interesting. It's interesting that you said that because it reminds me of the conversation of racism, how, you know, often people look for those extreme examples of it and then they think that that's what it is. But then obviously we, we've also adopted that idea of, okay, microaggressions and that conversation of something that just makes you feel off and you just don't necessarily have words to put um, put it into. But I, I definitely agree with you. It's It's interesting when you... When I just heard that definition, it almost makes me feel like, wow, how many people in our community or in our society must be then dealing with this family violence? Like, are there statistics around this, um, Quinn? There, there are statistics. Um, I just, I, I tried to remember some statistics for, for, for mm-hmm. this morning. So, you know, one in three, uh, sorry, one woman a week in Australia is um is killed by her intimate partner wow. Damn. a week a week that's shocking to me that's in australia or in victoria in australia mm-hmm. in australia mm-hmm. Damn, um, that's, yeah and and just going back to just going back to the other forms of family violence sexual abuse is also a form of family mm-hmm. violence mm. okay. And one in five Australian women um, have experienced sexual abuse from their intimate intimate partner. Wow. Um, and the statistics, um, you know, if we talk about Aboriginal um, and Torres Strait Islander women, they experience the highest rate of family violence from their intimate partners um like five in three sorry three in five since the age of 15 well yeah Mm. yeah and just um other stats is that uh children 
children are also uh, victims of family violence. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the the, the factor in many children um, uh, child protection cases. Mm. Mm. That's that's really interesting as well because when also this is just always I reflect back to what I think when I hear these things and yeah. a lot of times you think it's just between intimate partners you know that mm. domestic violence happens but like you said kids experience family violence and it could be like elder abuse I was reading about this the other day it could be intimate partners it could be you know parents to child or yeah around like there's so many different forms of power structures mm. right and power that's dynamics right. Right. um have I missed any um so that people are aware of where all these abuses can come from um carers 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 mm. of, you know can also um use a form of family violence mm. yeah yeah wow yeah and yeah when you it's a very, it, it defines a lot. It's a really all-encompassing definition. So there would just be so much that you see um, within those categories. It's quite, it's quite scary actually, because you think about it being your family or, you know, the very people that are supposed to probably protect you more than anyone else. Um, and it, it also helps to put into context why so many people end up perpetuating some form of violence or some form of something negative in their later life because it's like you said it, it starts usually at the family level at the, at the young child sort of level um that's that's right that's right Lydia and um, that's actually one of additional factors that um, constitutes family violence you know intergenerational abuse yeah. and trauma um and and other factors such as uh a misuse of uh, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We don't. We don't ever look that that deeply, do we? That um, some acts of violence or the perpetuation of the cycle can be mm. trickled down intergenerationally. So it's not yeah. something that you just wake up and kind of have. Sometimes it's so ingrained mm. in your DNA. Mm. You know, that you don't even know why you do what you do. Yeah, and, and that's not to excuse, you know, the, yeah. the use of family violence, but, but these, according to, to, um, to research, um, that, that they are the, the um, additional factors that, mm. that contributes to family violence. Mm. Mm. And if it's seen as normal as well, like for me in, in, in the African household, an ass whooping is like, yeah, it's a guarantee. It's, it's not yeah. like, oh, you know, if you're lucky or if you're not, it's like, it's a rite of passage. You're going to get your ass whooped at least once. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> but see, yeah. that would probably be, oh, I'm wondering if that's objectively considered as family violence in your terms, Quinn, or it does it depend on how it's being received and then what's followed, like if by the person that's doing it. Because for me personally, I, I got an ass whooping as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I personally don't feel any resentment or feel as if that that encouraged me to like do certain like, act in a certain behavior. You know? So I don't know. It's an interesting one. <laughs> it's a in Australia, all of these customs and cultures change to, you know, be outlawed. So 
it is seen under law to to be family violence yeah. right if you beat your kid and that's why so many kids feel so empowered yeah. and emboldened to like threaten their parents now and be like i'm gonna call the dogs if you touch me you know yeah. I can do whatever the hell i want to do and you can't do anything about it because it's illegal yeah i feel like that's really taking a lot of power from parents mm-hmm. to display whatever it is that you know they use for discipline mm-hmm. that it's been taken away because australian society says what you're doing is wrong yeah. when in yeah, culture is wrong right right and i guess in some cases it's probably because it's ended really badly you know what i mean or it's just been taken way too far um and so now it's 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 caught the attention of of the of the australian culture and the australian system and it's probably safer to say this is unacceptable as a whole if that makes sense um because you can't really yeah manage something like that from the outside um yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And so, with violence in itself, you did define that, right? Was violence, you know, the psychological abuse, sexual abuse, all of that is what um, encompasses violence? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, just yeah. going back to um, to to what you were saying earlier, Ad, I I come from a big family. You know, I'm I'm the youngest of six, and if and my older siblings were my other sets of parents, mm. right? And if I was naughty or if I did something that, um, mm. I don't know, deserve a smack, that was just normal. Yeah. I was just yeah. normal. And if, if, if I went to my parents and, and said anything, they were like, well, you were naughty yourself, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and but, but here, like what you were, were saying about, um, um, you know, that, takes away the control from parents and, and this and that. It, look, and as Lydia say, in some cases it really ends up really badly for children um, mm-hmm. to the point that they're just not safe in, mm-hmm. in, in the family um, with their parents who, who are supposed to, to, to care and protect them, you know. Yeah, yeah and um, I... I think I left out a few um, a few forms of uh, family violence earlier. Um, pet abuse, mm. yeah, in is is also um, a form of family violence. I mean, in our in our risk assessment, um, when we work with our clients, we we ask that question mm. because um, you know the the perpetrator or the person who uses family violence may use that as as, as a form to to um, to bring fear, mm. you know, to threaten. Yeah, right. Listen, mm. and and you know, in in our culture or in my culture, that's not even thought of. That's not even you know conceded. Yeah, that's got anything to do with with family. Right. Mm. And that's the beauty of 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 putting a name to it and. I think it validates a lot of people when they hear all of these forms. All these forms, you're right, because, you know, when you said, oh, like people might feel like something is not right, but they just don't know mm. what is about it that's not right. For yeah. example, for example, um, you know, um, I mentioned earlier, like constantly checking on, on your partner's um phone for example mm-hmm. just an example right 
um, oh, who who did you call today? Why did that person call? What did you talk about? Yeah. Controlling, you know, yeah. Controlling. Who did you message? Mm. You know, and 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 saying, oh, because I care. Mm, it's yeah now the emotional manipulation and abuse is is coupled with that's that. right that's yeah. right yeah and and but but the person who who receives all these messages you know all this saying they they don't they don't realize or they don't know that all oh, is what i'm experiencing family violence yeah exactly it's so confusing sometimes that you're always questioning yourself and that's, you know, gaslighting is part of the abuse as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you feel crazy, you know, and I just, it fascinates me how the human psyche works and how yeah. you can be made to like doubt yourself in these little subtle ways. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Is it, is it that I understand that um, the person who's receiving on the receiving end of the family violence would often doubt or question whether or not what they're experiencing is that. But have you ever understood whether or not um, the actual perpetrator understands? Because is it is it that sometimes a perpetrator also doesn't understand that they're being abusive in certain, in certain um, scenarios, such as the controlling behaviour? Do you think they genuinely believe that they're protecting their partner or they want the best for their partner? Or do you think they're always aware conscious of the fact that they're abusing well you see it these things or these patterns it comes in the family violence comes in in either patterns or or one isolated um uh, incident incident yeah right um so so the behaviors or or the actions that that have a pattern Mm. you know that lead up to the other person feeling so controlled and and coerced. Um, mm. In in terms of the the person who's using all these means to 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 control the other person, if they are constantly doing it, you know, I I pro- I probably would think or imagine that 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 they are aware, they are aware of exactly what they are doing, right. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not they know that, you know, abusing their partner or is that uh, is that family violence or not, um, is I guess is a is a is a different story. It is a different um, question, and that's why that's why um, there are programs such as uh, Men's Behavior Change Program mm. that um, Australia Victoria uh, delivers. So that's mm. You know the program talks about what's what's a relate uh, a a respectful relationship like? Yeah, look like yeah. How do you That's- know when you're using abusive behaviors? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's important, particularly because we live in a country such as Australia, where there are just so many cultures that are existing within this nation. So, yeah. I think that's 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 important. Mm. Yeah, and and let's say you know if we if we talk about family violence in the context of um, uh, families or, or people who come from from cult backgrounds, uh, different culture background, um, 
for some of them, it's it's normal, mm. you know. But because of the stereotypes, because um, that's how that's what they saw as well growing up, potentially. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and their parents verified to them that it's fine. See, we're yeah. still together. Yeah, that's just how the world works, and then you accept that, that's and right. then you think that's how the world works. You know, you don't wake up or say today I'm gonna inflict pain or I'm doing something really insidious. It's just how the world works. She's mm. acting out of line. That's how I saw, that's what my father told me was happening, you know, when right. he did what he did. Therefore, you know, I have every right to do that. Mm. But we're all women here. We <laughs> we know that the higher rates, highest, or I don't know, statistically, that women are the ones that suffer, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, super valid because, look, physically biologically like we're the weakest species and i'm probably going to get a lot of flack for that but it's <laughs> right well, can well, we not lie I mean, yeah generally speaking yes that's that's the case yeah yes but can we please talk about the fact that men also get abused oh definitely because yeah. i've experienced it in you know amongst some of my loved ones and men just don't mm-hmm. feel like they have any right to speak you know they're looked down on or or laughed at when they say oh there's a woman that's abusing me because apparently that's not masculine. So this huge thing that isn't spoken about and it's shamed. Mm. Um, But I know for a fact, because how can I in my lifetime have experienced it two or three times with men that I love, you know, in my vicinity being abused, Mm. it must be a lot more prominent Mm. than is reported. Mm. Oh, definitely. Well, you know, it's true statistically um, the victims and survivors of family violence are usually women. However, the men, you know, they are victims of family violence as well. Um, mm-hmm. but, but as you say, you know, unfortunately they, uh, they, they're not reported. The, case, the cases maybe are not recorded, uh, reported and, um, there are actually not many services available for men who who are victims of family violence and i i know i know of a few men who um who have experienced family violence and it's just so difficult to watch when they um they just can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't talk about it because, um, yeah, shame, you know. And 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 they 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 are supposed to be the men. They're supposed to to be tough, you know, keep it all together. Yeah, that's right. That's probably part of the reason why they're unable to to come forward about the abuse that they're experiencing. Mm. It's. Yeah, yeah. Ad and I spoke spoke off air about how we're particularly interested in that side of the conversation because clearly the way society's set up, there's a lot more room for women to come forward about the abuse that they've experienced. But then, it's what you don't know. You know, you don't know. That, yeah, there's a lot. I'm sure that's undiscovered or yeah, that just hasn't hasn't been reported. Um, is there anything that we're doing as a society um, currently to to change that to to make it 
more comfortable for men to come forward about the abuse that they experience? Well, well, we, we, we talk about family violence. I mean, you know, because, um, it's, it's, it's universal, you know, and, and, uh, we, we, we talk about, um, what, what it looks like, um, respect, you know, respect, um, and just, 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 and we talk about gender, um, equality as well, you know, because, because some of them, they, they do experience the inequality. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM and uh, we're talking all things family violence and domestic violence. Um, with us is uh, Lydia and myself, AD, and we're joined by Relationships Australia Victoria expert, uh, Quinn Ha. <laughs> so we were talking about gender inequality. Yeah. Yeah. And that. idea of you know toxic masculinity and femininity Mm. where we're told by society how we're supposed to behave what we're allowed to talk about um how strong or feminine we're supposed to be um you know if you're a woman be smart but not too smart and if you're a man be strong don't don't you dare show your sensitive side right or else you're weak that's right um i'm wondering if there's a difference like you said it is universal but um I think people from different ethnic and minority, you know, groups experience family violence, violence differently. And I think psychologically we've been taught a different set of know, understanding of what family violence looks like. Like I said earlier, getting a beating as a kid or, you know, a smack here and there, that was normal. And it wasn't, you know, mm. this idea where you sit there and you're depressed about it and, you feel like you need to go to therapy. I mean, I think we all need to go to therapy, but <laughs> when, when you don't see something a certain way, sometimes I feel like you're not impacted mm. in that specific way. But if you grew up uh, being told that this is abuse, this is abuse, when you do experience it, it feels overwhelmingly like abuse. But <laughs> if it's like, oh, you're naughty, you're going to get a smack, like these are consequences, it's completely normal you don't walk through life thinking that you've experienced some sort of. But that's the tricky one. I, I totally agree with you, AD, but I also feel like what, what might happen in those situations is perhaps that, that, that gets shelved um, as a sort of experience for that person who hasn't necessarily viewed it in the same way as someone else. And then it later expresses itself in really like indirect ways. Like they don't, they can't necessarily even trace back why they're thinking or behaving in a certain way that's toxic or negative. So Mm -hmm. it's like in some ways it's, it's a protective barrier against, you know, feeling like you're, you're being, you're being abused, but then potentially that you become, you know, a perpetrator and not even understand why or, you know, where the problem is. So it's, it's so complex it's like I don't even know which. <laughs> I think most of us are walking around unaware, you know, completely unaware of ourselves. Um, and the strong of the strong have decided to take action in terms of mm. trying to understand themselves now, whether it's going to therapy or really just sitting with yourself, trying to unpack 
mm. why you behave the way you behave. Mm. You, know, you did behavioral sciences because it's fascinating trying to understand why we do what we do. It is. Yeah. It is complex. It is very complex. The, the topic itself is complex. The problem itself is complex. Mm. You know, and and the causes for it are complex. They are ones that we can identify more easily than others. Um, but no, it it is it is a complex problem, and and I guess that's why I guess that's why we are here talking about it. You mm. know, um, just to to bring awareness to um to give information yes and um because you know as we've mentioned how many people are in in this situation that they don't know mm, exactly because it just it just happens so subtly in yeah. some cases it's so subtle just bit by bit mm-hmm. every day right and i um I should also mention that um, women often experience family violence in their pregnancy. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. That I've actually heard a few stories around that. Um, I don't know if I'm right, but, you know, the dynamic, I, I guess, between the partners change a little bit because she's now attending to a baby that's coming. Her body has also changed. Her hormones have changed. And depending sometimes, I guess, on how she um, feels about herself or particularly how the man feels about her, I've heard that certain things have transpired between couples in that dynamic myself. Oh, mate, if I'm carrying your baby <laughs> and you're going to exactly. switch up on me after my whole life has is changing right before my eyes... Well, well, I there's going to be trouble. That's right, and and maybe I yeah. should have said, you know, it happens across stages, in mm-hmm. in in the the person who experiences it in their life, but pregnancy is also a stage of when mm. family violence can happen because you're vulnerable, like you're your most vulnerable state. That's right. That's right. I I have you know I have had um, clients who 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 have experienced family violence throughout the whole pregnancy. Really, and, and um, you know I'm 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 not invalidating this the the stories um, or the theories you've you've heard, Leah, but just from my working experience yeah. with um, these women. Um, you know, even before they were pregnant, just just in the relationship, mm. throughout the relationship, it yeah. happened, and it continues. Mm. It just continues. Even, yeah, that one makes more sense. Yeah, even during the pregnancy Can you, and after birth, because they say marriage doesn't change the dynamics of your relationship. And I'm sure if there's already issues, you know, in a lot of the cases, probably pregnant, like you know two parents to be doesn't necessarily mm. change mm. behavior as well. And like you said, sometimes it had happened so subtly. Mm. So what are some identifiers, you know, how do you start picking up those red flags before it's too late? Mm. Let's just, let's just, um, let's just use threat as an example, shall we? Mm. So let's say, 
uh, well, for for threats of deport. Um, like deporting them back. Deporting them back. So I'm talking about I'm talking about um, people who are dependent. You know, mm. let's say partner visa application. Mm. Yeah, they're being sponsored, right? And and you know the identifier, the the the, the red flags. You know, are just just very like gentle. Um, oh, if you don't do this, I might as well just cancel your your visa application. Yeah, that you one's. Know? Yeah, the power oh. dynamic is being expressed there. Whoops, almost fell off my chair. Um. <laughs> yeah, or or um, why 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 should I sponsor you anyway? Right? Mm-hmm. Or um, now we're not talking about threats now, but 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 control, like um, social control, like why are you calling your family so often? Right. Mm. Um, how much did you spend today mm-hmm. on grocery shopping? Yeah. What are the receipts? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Don't well, you love me? I've heard of that one where you always need to reassure them or they say, I do this because I love you. Yeah. So that becomes mm-hmm. the excuse. It's because you don't show me enough love or I'm doing this because I love you. Mm. Like only because I care. Yeah, mm. it, it's scary because it's it, it. When we speak about this, it makes sense to me that family violence is such a big issue, and that so many people go through it. Because mixed into this whole thing is a relationship dynamic between two people who care about each other and love each other. Do you know That's, what I mean? If, yeah, if this was a random, it'd be easy to be like, "I'm out, bye." But you've already formed an emotional connection to this person. You're already attached. Yeah, and and I thought it it was really interesting when you mentioned that when you hear family violence, you you, you think of the two terms separately. You know, mm-hmm. family violence, but family violence happens in in current or past mm-hmm. um, relationships. You know, inti- intimate partner relationships, family relationships. Mm. Um, I think that's why most of us adults are so messed up because, you know, that that really safe relationship that you're supposed to have between you and your parents because your parents can be the very first perpetrators of violence towards you. You know, before you go to school, before you experience the outside world, your first connection, the people that you depend on for survival, your parents you'd never be able to understand if there's someone who is narcissistic by nature, you know, mm. who's not, who's not taking out, taking it out on you personally, but it's just, that's who they are. Mm. And they're like that towards yeah. everyone. You know, those parents that have told their kids, you know, all of their lives that they're fat, you know, they always need to be losing weight. That's emotional abuse, you know, or the ones that are physical with you, the ones that are psychologically um, manipulative and whatnot. And these are the people that are supposed to love you. So you can never, ever fathom that something is wrong mm. and you internalize that and then you become. That's why I mentioned, yeah, that, you know, addressing the family violence issue requires a lot of education, a lot of early intervention and a lot of just, you know, debunking or just yeah, education around what it really is. Because like you said, you probably, because it starts at that level, it's really hard to identify and it's really hard to address 
therefore. And you know, um, for 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 older people, um, AD, you, you you talked about elder abuse, you know, and in in um, in my community, in the Vietnamese community, there is a concern about elder abuse because. Um, you know, in Australia, the the, the older parents, the, generally, mm-hmm. they are more dependent on their adult children to look yeah. after them, care for them, and they they are, they are vulnerable. You know, and 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 the forms of it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Elder abuse sits uh, it sits under one of the the forms of family violence, but under elder abuse, they are also different forms of it too you know okay for example for ex- I'm just giving a very um just just a simple example uh the adult children um just you know managing their parents um, finance mm. Mm. give me your atm card you know you don't need to spend a lot of money mm. how much do you need i'll just give it to you but I'll I'll keep the card. Yeah. Or 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 um, just stay home. You know, where do you need to go? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. um yeah that in itself is complex too. And and I think I think that um, it needs more attention because it's just so I don't know. It's just almost like a norm. Mm. It's almost like a norm. Mm. Well, I mean, that segues beautifully because, you know, we can talk about family violence and all the different aspects of it forever, Mm. which is why we're going to break this show up into a few episodes. Um, So I guess next time we might talk about the intervention methods yeah or or the services available i just want to talk about um you know the 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 barriers or what stops yes people who who experience family violence from from leaving for help help. Mm. Mm. it always seems so easy people who aren't experiencing it being like just get out like why would you yeah stay down To, yeah, to continue this terrible. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But, but you know, there, 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 there are fears of um, repercussions. Mm. You know, and and there's there's a stigma around it, mm-hmm. or or those people are really dependent on the perpetrator. Mm. You know, or or um really fearful of being deported mm. yeah or yeah. Um, just just they just don't want to bring shame to the family mm. and sometimes you know sometimes they want to go back to the family and ask for help look this is what's happening i want to leave i i i just don't want to do this anymore and what do they get yeah and what do they get? The family just pressuring them. I think it's a universal mm-hmm. minority or ethnic thing where right. once the parents give up their mostly daughters, I would say, they mm. expect 
just stay hmm. for the sake of, of, of the family and their reputation mm. and their name. Yeah. And, you know, they don't want to be the one where their kid got divorced. Yeah. Yeah. And because divorce is such a, is such a, um, a, um, I don't know, such a shameful thing for, for, for some community. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, other, other barriers are, you know, language barriers, um, where English is really a, a problem for, for, for most people mm-hmm. from, from different cultures living in Australia. Yeah. Um, and not knowing what, what help looks like. You know, for example, um, for example, I've had clients who who think that if if they um, they um, report to the police or if they talk about it, um, their partners will end up in jail immediately. Mm. You know, mm. there is there's a lot of fears around not knowing exactly what to do and what services are out there to help you and mm. what the repercussions are. Mm. Because if you step out of the house and make that decision mm. and then there's no financial support or food or somewhere to sleep even that night. Just just basic leaving. Yeah. What, you know? How could you decide to leave? You know, and that's home? the thing, like I've, what I'm also hearing is that there's that, there's that thing of still caring about the well-being of your perpetrator in, in a lot of these cases mm. because you're still opting to protect them in a way so, a lot of the time a lot mm. of the time. yeah or, or or um staying staying for the sake of the children yes but i yeah. guess um, maybe we can talk about this in our in our next episode as well the impact yeah family violence on children Definitely. Yes, yes, because we were all children. Like we all learned something from somewhere. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. us adults, we just walk around acting like we just woke up with the knowledge and the wisdom. But kids, we're all big kids just <laughs> repeating or playing out patterns that we learned as children. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. psychology. You know, <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's so interesting, <laughs> isn't it? It's it's enlightening, deeply enlightening. Um, yeah, this conversation has been a really good foundational conversation for the breakdown or, like, you know, going into the certain elements of family violence and abuse more specifically. Um, yeah, I think it's really important that we're having this conversation. Mm. happy to be mm. having it. Yeah. Do we want to wrap this up by potentially saying one statement, one false statement that you've heard about family violence? Just a, a false, a false. A false statement. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go first. Mm. Um, that men don't face any abuse. They're only ever perpetrators. Mm. That's a good one, AD. Yeah, that's a good misconception. Mm. You probably have a number of them, Quinn. But Man, suddenly I just can't think of one. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Um that the people closest to you are the ones that protect you when in many cases it's not the case. Mm, that's very demoralizing, but very true. Mm. Oh, I've thought of one. It's all in the woman's head. 
Yes. Yes. You don't have a black eye. What are you complaining about? That's right. <laughs> He's still giving you food and money and, you know, and a home to live in. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Now it's just rolling. We could sit here for hours talking misconceptions. But um, I think we'll leave it here. Join us for our next uh, episode talking about impacts of, I guess, children, interventions, and what we can really do mm-hmm. um, if we find, if we ever find ourselves in such a situation or mm-hmm. uh, someone that we know. Um, it's been amazing talking with you guys. Uh, we've been on Brimbank Live on Live FM with your hosts, Lydia and AD, and the wonderful Queen Ha. Uh-huh.